ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, and good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the Monday, February 25th edition, coming to you live from the Union Pub and Grill in Huntington. Paul Swan and the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback Dave Walsh with you for the next hour. We will take your phone calls. You can call us on the Miller Lite phone lines, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste. Only 96 calories, Dave. Exactly. It's the original light beer. We're here today, of course, at Union Pub and Grill, and um, there's uh, two reasons why you should come to the Union Pub and Grill. You're one. What's number two? Okay, oh, there's three. Fifth. There are three reasons to come to the Union Pub and Grill. You just hit number one. The numbers one five zero. Okay, dollar fifty bottles and two point oh oh for the call shotters. Two dollar call shots. You can't beat that. Okay, so and the great service. Great service. They have my they have my stuff ready to go before I walked I, in. I saw it, man. Yeah, it's just like it's like it's ready to go. But hey, enough about that. Yeah. Until the next commercial break. That's right. We got a lot to get into. Of course, um, one of them is not basketball. They still got some time off. I even know where, where to begin with that. <laughs> well, how can I, you fill time for the next three days? We did like a week and a half between the last time they played and when they go on a Wednesday since they got that bye for Saturday. It's been a while. Yeah, I was reading a um, column by the guy down in Hattiesburg talking about this bonus brown stuff, and he was basically going, uh, "Nice try, but it's not going to work unless you win a certain game in." Uh, Late March, you ain't, you're not going anywhere. Like Old Dominion, be prepared. Even if you win the regular season, you stub your toe, have fun in. I tell you, you're not getting an at-large. That's not we're one. He called him a one-bid league, as we have said so many times. But isn't this just laying the groundwork for maybe year two, year three, yeah. year four? But at the same time, other leagues might do this as well, thinking, yeah. oh, hey, this is a great thing. Well, some of them, I don't really think ACC needs to do it. No, we're talking the – non-power, and even though that's the a groups, football thing. That's a football thing. But the, We're still a groupie, so to speak. You can say that. Yeah, they might. They might. But like Old Dominion played Western Kentucky, and they won it on Sunday, so that, uh, Saturday. So now they're three up. They only got to win one more game. They're regular season champs. But Middle Tennessee got that last year, and you saw what that got them. First-round exit. So It's okay. Yeah. That's right. So the Herds got Louisiana Tech. By the right. way, Louisiana Tech's already played. They beat North Texas. 66-53 on Saturday. North Texas was at one time had one conference loss, and then just, I don't know what's gone wrong. What's gone wrong with them? But in Port Marshall, you think if they could have flipped it, North Texas and La Tech come here, and they go to Florida schools, they're going back to the same place they were, what, three weeks ago? Well, the Florida schools are coming right back here. And the Florida right schools here. coming here. <laughs> How would you like to do this? Would you like to road trip in Florida, or would you like to road trip in Ruston, Louisiana, and Denton, Texas? Where would you like to go? I don't don't think they had a choice as far as sending the herd because they basically had a a formula. They had it done. So it's a formula. All right, we plug in the six team, the seven team. Here's where the formula says you're going to keep it fair because then you can put some subjectivity into it. And like, well, why why are we going to Huntington? You know, we're rated higher. Or why are we going here? They're rated lower. It's a mess. I think Western was 1-2 with Old Dominion. They had to go to, you know, right out of the gate to Old Dominion. And it was a close game, but they got beat. Yeah. So, so. now, by the way, game one of the five dates, yeah. four games, whatever, <laughs> Saturday, February 23rd, the first round of games were played, and Old Dominion got the win over Western Kentucky 67-63. UAB beat Southern Miss in overtime 76-72. It was FIU beating FAU 79-76. to Louisiana Tech, as we mentioned, beat North Texas 66-53. to Middle Tennessee beat Charlotte. That was a no-brainer, 86-67. Yeah. And Rice beats UTEP in double overtime, 85-81. to So the standings now, after one 
grouping here, one series of these groupings. As you mentioned, Old Dominion pretty much almost ready to lock this thing up. Yeah. So the good news for them is at least they get to the NIT if something happens, yeah. and that's not a bad thing. No, no. That's not that, a bad you thing. You get an automatic, you're going to get something pretty good instead of just going like, well, we take 64 teams, you limp in at 63. I don't think that'll happen. No. So with UTEP and Charlotte getting losses, they're 3-12. and 12. They're pretty much yeah. uh, they're done. But hey, you had some hope. You had some hope. Middle Tennessee six and nine. Rice is six and nine. So, for the most part, I think yeah. they're moving on. Yeah. And we'll just go top to bottom. Old Dominion's twelve and three in conference now. UTSA's nine and five. Southern Miss is nine and six. UAB's nine and six. And Western Kentucky's nine and six. So right now, Western Kentucky's outside looking in as right. far as a first round bye. North Texas, Louisiana Tech, FIU eight and seven. Marshall's not played yet, so they're seven and seven. And then Florida Atlantic, 7-8, and eight, as we mentioned. Rice and Middle Tennessee probably going to be the two teams that qualify for those final two spots. And, again, how this works, top five teams are locked in, one through five, only playing for, oh, say, the conference championship right. and seeding. Teams 6 through 10 are locked in, but they can't advance any further than 6. They can't drop any lower than 10th, but they're going to the right. tournament. And then you've got Rice, Middle, UTEP, and Charlotte all battling for those final two spots right now. Rice and Middle seem to have the inside track at six and nine. UTEP and Charlotte are three and twelve. Yeah, Marshall sitting at seven and seven. If they can somehow find a way, not let it get away, these two games on the road and they beat Florida at home, they you know they can move on up pretty good, get the sixth spot. I think the hottest team right now. We saw them not that long ago. It was at some time Southern Miss, but right now UAB's come out of nowhere. They have come out of nowhere. They got out of here and they went and won that game on the road the other day, and they they moved. They've made a statement. Well, the good news is Marshall at least is going to the tournament. Right. That's the good news. Yeah. If they get as high as six, what's that, 11? You play number 11, I think, 5, 12, 6, 11. So. You'll take that. Yeah. You'll take that. But the oh, other yeah. the other side of this is they could drop the 10. You don't want that. No. No. Because then they'd be flipping playing mm-hmm. one of those people. Right. But at the end of the day, it's a nice little experiment for Conference USA. I just don't know if it's going to help your national profile. I don't either. But it's got us talking. It's got it, us talking. It's got us talking. I don't know about around in the, the nation and stuff, but at the same time, they were taking it, you know, they were trying to be proactive because playing things out, you know, they were going, we're getting one bid regardless of what we do, so let's try something different. So how many people are really thinking, oh, okay, Old Dominion, if they don't get the conference championship in the regular season. You get that large. You get that large. Or if they don't get the tournament championship. Okay. You think they would, but last year we saw what Middle did. You would think they would. But what Middle did last year kind of set a dangerous precedent to me. You win it all, stub your toe in the first round of the tournament, you're gone, and then the next thing you know, Kermit Davis decides to leave there and go to Ole Miss where he's done pretty well and goes, I can finish sixth in my league, get a bid, and I can win my league and stay home or go to NIT. So. We'll pull up the rankings here in a little bit. We'll tell you where the thundering herd is, where all the Conference USA teams are because, again, they're basing a lot of what their decisions will be based on what the power ratings look yeah, like in the index. Yeah, they've got all these ratings and indexes, and I'm going like, mm. And you need, at some point in time, you, you know, when you're playing these money-type games as they did in football, you, if they could never win a couple, that would enhance it. Like, all the men did go to Syracuse and win. That is a feather in their cap. You know, Marshall had some shots, A&M, I think it was Maryland, and one other one. You, well, UVA would be kind of tough. They made it pretty miserable on everybody except Duke. So that's one of those you need to get and steal and enhance, a resume enhancer, so to speak. So we'll talk about the rankings when we come back. Yeah. We'll go a little bit into what's up for the Thundering Herd. We'll talk baseball as well. I haven't talked to you since baseball happened I'm last week. I'm watching some on TV. 
Red Sox won the other Well, I'm talking Marshall baseball. That, too. That, too. I know. We'll talk about that. I haven't seen you since the uh, field day over there. No, you haven't seen me since field day. Is that what we're calling it, field day? Well, it's hey, I've been waiting a long time. You've been waiting a long time. And within a year, they're going to break ground. Within two years, you don't have to drive down the road a little bit to watch a game. It would be so nice after waiting. I've been here since 1970, and as Coach Cook mentioned, they kept promising me, and it hadn't happened. So I just hope he's still here when opening day comes. I really hope he can hang around two more years. He deserves it. He needs to see it become reality. When we continue with today's show, we'll go into where the power ratings look as far as what Conference USA looks like, what Marshall looks like. Um, I can just tell you off the top of my head, uh, no postseason unless you win the conference tournament. Yep. That's just reality. So we'll talk about that when we continue here from the Union Pub and Grill on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're coming to you today from the Union Pop and Grill. Paul Swan and the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback Dave Walsh. You can join us anytime at the Union Pub and Grill. We've got all your Monday specials here at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. And, of course, we're here. We're here. Pontificating until exactly. 6 o'clock. Exactly. Basketball is where it's at this week for the Thundering Herd. And now I'm looking at the NCAA's net rankings, and these are through games February 24th. And I'm just going to sort by yeah. Conference USA. And there's no change, really. And now I know we just got one set of games yeah. going on here. I don't think there's going to be a dramatic shift. No. But, okay, Old Dominion went from 75 to 74. <laughs> Seismic shift and there. And they beat Western and go up one. <laughs> Louisiana Tech stays the same at 104. Southern Miss is at 107. Western Kentucky stays at 123. North Texas is at 132. UTSA goes nowhere at 133. UAB is at 139. FAU is at 152, up from 153. Marshall at 165, moves to 164. FIU goes from 193 to 192. Rice goes from 199 to 202. Middle Tennessee from 251 to 252. That's why I don't put any value in those things. 267 to 266 for UTEP. Charlotte stays the same at 273. Now, again, I don't know how much this is going to factor in with the games that they have played as of late because, after all, they just played on Saturday, and right now Old Dominion is your best team. They're your best chance to get into the tournament. And they're 22-6, and six, so, yeah, I'm looking at the uh, making sure the stats all jive, and, yes, they all jive. So if this is updated after all those games on the 23rd, and these are the rankings as of the 24th, guess what? You haven't improved. You haven't dropped, but you yeah. haven't improved. So either you're hoping that you just don't drop or you're hoping that you get some sort of major improvement. No, there's no major improvement here whatsoever. No, no. and if you play Western and don't climb, what about the rest of the games they have to play, those four? You know, Marshall down there, what, in the 160 range, and you beat those people, it's, you know. I really think this is more of a defensive mechanism yeah. than a, okay, you're going to play the best teams in Conference USA, and that's going to help your number. No. Nope. And now, you know the NCAA Selection Committee is not going to go down here and go, okay, who's the next team that we haven't selected? <laughs> okay, here's Old Dominion at 74, and there's a spot for a team, and they're the highest rated, so we're going to take them. No, it doesn't work no. that way. No. If that's the case – then they're going to go down the line and go Gonzaga, Virginia, Duke, Houston, Kentucky, and the list goes right. on and on. And a lot of these teams are going to be left out because they're automatic qualifiers. That means 
after a certain number, you're going to get left out. So say, let's just do an arbitrary number, 30. Want to say 30? Let's say 30. Okay. Okay, at 30, there's Iowa. Right. Then after that, there's Florida at 31, NC State at 32, Baylor at 33, UCF at 34, VCU at 35 from the Atlantic 10. But, again, you got to factor in, okay, the Atlantic 10, VCU probably wins that, so they're in. And you look at the Big 12, you look at the SEC, and think, okay, Kansas at 20, they're in. All right. Wofford at 19, 24 and 4 in the Southern Conference, let's say that they're possibly in. Okay, Gonzaga's going to be in. Right. So, Regardless. Yeah, so some of these teams will be the automatic qualifier, and so then you start checking them off your list, and you think, all right, do they go down the list? Well, no, they're not going to go down the list and say, all right, this is where uh, these teams rank, because Murray State's 55. Murray State's not getting in unless they win the OVC, right? right? Exactly, I would think. Yeah. UNC Greensboro at 61. They're yeah. not getting in unless they win the Southern Conference. Right. Liberty at 64 unless they win the uh, the Atlantic Sun. They don't get in. Right. ETSU, 65. See where I'm going here? So Conference USA's representative, you go down the list. Here are the teams that are above Old Dominion. Georgetown, South Florida, Hofstra, Yale, Dayton, Texas A&M. Here are the teams that are – and that's going to be the thing. I'm going to watch and see. All right, will Oregon get in over in Old Dominion? They're 75th right now. Colorado, 76. Arkansas, 77. And we're just – I'm throwing darts here. I'm, you know, I'm at the Union, so I'm hitting yeah. the dartboard. I'm just exactly. throwing at it right and then, now. And then you always have the tournament weekends when they get – somebody in the lower end comes and wins the tournament. Right. That starts bumping yeah. – whatever chance you had just starts decreasing. Right. Cause just because just cause UNC lost, they're not staying home. If they're you're going. Bu- if you're a bubble team, yeah. you, hate, bubble burst. you hate tournament time. <laughs> right. Because unless you get in, you're sitting there going, oh, man, another upset. Yeah, it's just like I'm sure last year when Middle got beat, you were reading those stories, and they, they said they knew they weren't going. They picked the wrong time to lose a game, and What's they didn't. They got an NIT bid, but their coach beat the, beat, got out of town, and now he's in a league where fifth or fourth, uh, he still stands a chance. What's a more aggravating moment? A high-end team gets beat in a high-end conference or a high-end team from a middle-of-the-pack conference gets beat. What, What's more aggravating? Because That one for middle is very aggravating because they knew their fate was sealed. But say you're, all right, I'm Butler. Butler's probably getting in for yeah. Big East. Uh, Furman's not getting in. If I'm choosing Furman at 48 or Butler at 49, I'm taking Butler. Right. Right? right. Because I'm just going to say, look, the Big East is stronger than the Southern yeah. Conference. We're, we know the Southern days. It's like that one, the MAC, and Conference USA. Win it or hold your breath for a long time. You know how that goes. And again, it's not necessarily going to be a checklist. It's you know, okay, who passes uh who passes the, the test here? Who passes? And everybody's got their power ratings. Right. Because after a while, you look at these numbers like, okay, are they really? Because remember, at one point, Ohio State was on top of this thing. <laughs> I know. Early on, you're thinking, no, Ohio State is not the number one team in the country. And now, I'm not even so sure they'll get it at large unless they do something great in the tournament. They're going to have to get to the championship game, I think. Yeah, you know, just getting there and winning one, one might not be enough. You know where they rank right now? Where are they? They are, if I can get my numbers up here, because um, – the rankings here are Ohio State at 42. So they have a shot. Yeah. They have a shot. And Michigan's six. I'm sorry, Michigan State is six. Michigan's nine. Purdue's 11. Wisconsin's 13. Maryland's 21. Guess what? 
those five are getting in. Yeah. And then you're taking Iowa at 30. I think Iowa's probably a bubble team, yeah. but they're 21-6 right now. They yeah. could possibly get in. But you look at, you'll have the, what, the Big Ten, SEC, ACC. When you have 64, 68 teams, watch how many of those are out of those three. Watch how many come out of just those three alone. I think that's part of the problem, though. You, you take all these teams. Kentucky's getting in. Oh, yes. Hey, Tennessee's getting in. I've been reading some about UK right now. Don't sell them short when it starts. LSU, they show up like they did over the weekend when they smacked Auburn pretty good. And they got Tennessee in the rematch. So. Right. And LSU's getting in. Auburn's getting in. Mississippi State's getting in. Right. Florida at 31. Probably. Ole Miss is at 38. And then it drops. Alabama is at 53. So you know they're not getting in. Texas A&M, Arkansas, South Carolina, Missouri. Okay, you know that that's not going to happen. But the line is at Ole Miss probably at 38. That's the that's the line. But you read that's probably what seven that you read off that have got a good shot of making it. Yeah, that's it. seven. Seven over half your league's going. And I'm sure the same thing ACC and the same thing with the Big Ten. I mean, you went we read down the list there, and there's at least seven schools are going like, if we don't, you know, just can stay behind the foul line, we're we're in a, we're in a big, we're in a big dance. Right, and then there's the Big 12. Big 12's got four at least. Right, go five maybe. Texas Tech is going. Iowa State's going. Kansas is going. Kansas State's going. Mm-hmm. And that leaves Baylor at 33. Right. We know, the, we know one that's not going. Oklahoma at 40. <laughs> Texas at 36. Yep. Is that the team you're referring to? No, the other team in this long season up north. Um, Let's see. Long season up north. Of this, that's, of this state? Yes. Okay. So you're, yeah, trying to, you're trying to get me in trouble. No. That, you and Cornwell, you two <laughs> always try to get me in trouble. No, just you're trying to get me to say that West Virginia, with a ranking of 119 and a terrible record, is not going. You're trying to get me to go into Unless that. They can win four games in mid March. You know that's not happening. You know that this they're a team for next no, year. No, Huggy Bear. It's it's been a tough year for him, but I'm sure he will be the first one to do everything necessary to make sure this doesn't happen again. Well, Most of it's been from the people that he had to eliminate from the team. Well. He's not going to have a, a back-to-back year like this. No, no, no. That team will be better yet next year. Yeah. That will be rectified. Yes. But right now, 119. Nope. So NIT's out. Mm-hmm. Then you got the other ones to start with a C. You're not taking those. <laughs> no. If you're West Virginia, you don't take anything lower than the NIT. No. You're happy to be in the NIT That's right. if you get into that. Yes. And they're not even in striking distance of that right Mm-mm. now Mm-mm. because some of those spots are going to be taken up already because there's going to be plenty of spots that are going to be taken by conference champions that did not win their tournament. Right. So that's going to be locked up, and then you're going to take what sells tickets and ranking-wise. It's like football, what sells tickets and who travels. Right. And so you can't tell me that, all right, NIT is going to take West Virginia over an Oklahoma State TCU and Oklahoma if anybody's coming out of the Big 12 or the Big East. Heck, uh, the Big Sky, you've got um, Montana at 106. <laughs> all right, if it, my choice was Montana or West Virginia, I would take West Virginia. Yeah. I would yeah. sell more tickets, yeah. maybe. I would take that. I would take that. That would be one time I would look at the numbers and rankings and, no, I'm not going with that. But then when you're in a th- like Marshall last year, you draw 13. You kind of he had all. I remember speculating where they, there were six out of eight that looked good. They're too bad. One was Boise, and the other one was San Diego. Where they send them? San Diego. So worked out though. They won. I know. Hey, W won't play them, but the NCAA set it up for it to happen, and it did. Oh no, they'll play them. They will play them in Morgantown. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to disparage them. They will play Marshall yeah. if Marshall will go to Morgantown. Uh, so, one of those where they hold my court's as good as your court. I think they're a Big Twelve school. Yeah, and they believe that. They should not have to travel to Charleston. They believe that they should not have to travel to Huntington. Huntington? And so if that's what they feel like, don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, Move on. Which have been two years, three years? 
Yeah. Don't move on. Yeah. I was, we survived. We I, survived. I don't need the matchup. Yeah. It's just another game. Yeah. They did generate some talk last year, but. Well, it generates some talk. It does. But at the same time, I wouldn't put all my eggs in that no. basket. No. And that's been the problem sometimes. I think a lot of times fans have just got obsessive. Both sides. Yeah. Both sides, yeah. fans have got obsessive. Mm-hmm. But if, if if it was on the other side, and like Marshall, you're being forced to play this school. You're being forced. You have to, and you have to go here. And you're thinking, no, wait a minute, we're better. Yeah. What, why, are, you know, why are we traveling? Why are we traveling? Why, why are we going here? And you know that Marshall fans have that attitude sometimes against other schools. Right. Why, why, why are we doing this? Yeah. And especially in basketball, probably more so in basketball. Right. I thought when they signed as a neutral, quote, neutral in Charleston, I said, that's great. Marshall's got a 45-minute ride boring traffic. Working down to Charleston is a little bit longer trip, yeah. but they, they deemed it not worthy. Deemed it not worthy. Right. So, you know so what? be it. Move on. Their program, man. I don't have uh, I don't any – I'm not sitting there going, oh, I wish they would play them yeah. again. No, I would rather go with other other games. If they want people that want to play. Yeah, sure. Find some natural rivals that are not named WVU yeah, and yeah. go play them. I mean, it's great that you that the Moorheads, the Akron's, the I'd rather play more. I would rather play more. They're playing every year. That's what it needs honestly. To be. I would rather play yeah. more. There's a, a longer line of of history there and tradition. Right. I would rather do that. One hour, one hour that makes way to play sense. OU. Yeah, it makes I mean, perfect yeah. sense. Those are non-league games they need to keep on the schedule every year, and they do for the most part. Yeah, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, and if administrations eventually decide, hey, you know what, this will be a value to us to play them, and yeah. they, you know, Marshall agrees, sure. Yeah, I mean they play another sport, so it's not as if um, it's just football. Really, football is not going to play. Basketball is not going to play. Now, women foot- don't play either anymore. If football wants to go to Morgantown, they'll play. If yeah. football wants to play in Huntington, they're not going to play. Yeah. If basketball wants to play, they got to go to Morgantown. Right. Now, I'm not saying they should do that, but I'm just saying. That's the option. I'm just saying, hey, there is an option. If you want that game, there's the option. But at the same time, Mike Hamrick's trying to build a program, and he doesn't want to do deals where he's got to go give away the, the, everything, the right. farm, to go play West Virginia. Yeah, he's got a thing. If he's we moved play, on. We'll play you, and you'll play us at our place. And he, right. He, hey. I mean, they get along. They play, and right now in baseball, they right. play in Charleston, right. and they play in Morgantown. Right. And I'm sure once the new baseball stadium is up and running, that they'll reevaluate how they play that. Right. I mean, the baseball coaches have a good relationship with each other. I've been ever since And I they, wouldn't, you yeah. know what, if I was West Virginia, I wouldn't play until that baseball stadium was open. I'll be wondering who will be the opening game here in two years. You know what, you could always. Speculation up north. That, wouldn't that be a great way to start it out? You could. You could. Maybe you keep the relationship strong. Yeah. I mean, they're playing, so, you know. If they want to do that. Or yeah. you want to get somebody else in, sure. Or maybe you've got time and you work on a big name type program or something. I, I don't know if here. the name will really matter because yeah. at that point it's going to be, hey, this is the new stadium. Right. Come check it out. The newness of the stadium. They're not coming to check out the team they're playing. No. It's like when Marshall played New Hampshire. Nobody cared it was New Hampshire. It was like this is this is the opponent. Let's this go. This is the nice new stadium. This is a nice house, and it's even gotten nicer. Because you remember that first game, there was no dressing rooms. They had to come down the road. Uh, the, the one set of stands and stuff was not there, and things. But and they had to hang on to win. But hey, it was a starting point, and look what they have now. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Speaking Almost forty thousand. Speaking of baseball, we'll talk about that yes. when we continue with today's edition. Paul Swan, Dave Walsh, with you from the Union Pub and Grill. See, you're trying to get me in trouble with the Mountaineer fans. I'm don't, sorry. Don't Strike do that. that. Strike you that. and Cornwell, agitators. No, I will not Bunch do that. Of them. I know I will not. After what happened in Iowa this weekend, let it go. No more talking. No more. Okay. Let it go. I seventy nine. Let it go. We'll continue with today's edition of the Drive here, ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. Buckle up, Paul Swan has the wheel on the Drive, ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. 
Pulse one and the instigator, Dave Walsh. <laughs> You're like a hockey player, man. Always instigating. Yeah. I can't put you in a two-minute timeout, though. No. No. It's funny you should say instigator after watching Slapshot every night this week on the NHL Network. It seems like it's been on quite a bit. What are you, Bill Cornwell now? No. That's like his go-to that's where, movie. That's, that's his go-to movie. You know that, right? Johnstown Mar- Marshall. Huntington used to play Johnstown. Long, long ago. But anyway, you're going to baseball. Let's go to baseball. Yeah, let's talk. Because if, anyway, if this was me wanting to talk about hockey, we could talk draft all day. and We I could know. talk uh, trade deadline. Uh, you got gonna, it all right to tip your tongue, We're going to talk baseball. So you were there at the, what do you call it, stadium day? Is that what your, your name Field was? Field day. Field day. I just, I don't know what made me say that. I just did. So but, they're going to get a bill. They've announced well, the property. They got the property. Yeah, they, so are they, they going to get a bill? There was a check. There was a check there. Now yeah. they got to what? Put it out to bid. Yeah, supposedly. They, and they're going to put it out to bid. They want to put it out to bid, and then they want to have it ready by the uh, opening and then day. They hope twenty twenty one. People will ante up like they did for the uh, indoor facility. You know, I don't know if the price is as steep as the indoor facility was, but you know, they still. It, it's going to be people like us. Well, not quite like us, but you know, we'll have a share. We you know, donate, we'll help build it. It's not coming out of Charleston that I know of. So. You might have to go a couple of Chris hitters. They think Chris Klein's will speed dialing in. Well, <laughs> it depends on uh, how much he can he can spare. Yeah, well, he had a big thing to do with the indoor. You know, is Chet Pennington going to drop some uh, some cash their way? Mm, I mean, I'm just uh, speculating. There's a lot. I'm sure because I heard him talking like they they have their people huddled up in their groups and they're ready to go and approach. And you ask him where she can hear us no. I'm sure there's going to be supporters who have already uh, made the phone call and said, "What do you need?" Walking out of the women's basketball game Saturday, there was one guy go ask me, "Where do you go to donate for the baseball field?" I said, "It's a big green in the bank." He said, "I'm going Monday. I want to be a part of it." So he's going to has one guy's going to donate. Don't know how much, but he's ready to make a contribution to the field. Yeah, they'll take five, fifty, five hundred, five thousand, yeah. and there's a lot million, of people. They'll take your money. There's a lot of people out there. I want to name it Jack Cook Field. I think you have to settle for Jack Cook Way, which already has it. You know, we already know that. He's sitting there holding the sign, Jack Cook Why Way. Why would you settle? Why do you settle? I just think right now in this day and age, money talks. Money so talks. we open somebody, that stadium up, and it's not Jack Cook Stadium. It's named after a financial donor. Like Big Sandy Superstore Arena or our football field, the Edwards Field, Edwards Stadium. You had the Henderson Center, Dot Hicks Field, Jack Cook. Should, I, it would be great. I'm sure to be a, somebody come up with a name for the, you know, you know got Dot Hicks Field. The dot. You have the Henderson Center. You have Joan. Now, I'm sure somebody come up. The, if Coach Cook's name was there, it'd be the Cook or the Jack or something. So it could be Dave Wall Stadium at Jack I Cook Field. I don't think Field. it's going to happen. Just using that as an example, it could be Dave Wall Stadium at yeah. Jack Cook Field. Right. You 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 wrote the big check right now, well, plumped thought, it down, and said here, I think, and I want you to name it after me. I think Jeff Montgomery and Dan Straley and some of those guys could probably put a few more commas out there than I could. They might open it in 2021 if they go their way instead of mine. It might be a while. I would accept the naming of it to be anything that is going to get that thing built. Yes. At Jack Cookfield. Right. Something at Jack Cookfield. That's That would be my. And on down the baselines. Right. Third and first, just like Jack Cookfield. Do you think Jack Cook cares if it's named after him or not? I don't think he cares, but it would. A it would lot be of people, nice. A lot of people do. It would be nice. They have known him forever. That when he got to win games at Bill Meyer Field, St. Cloud, Buffalo, Winfield. He's played. He, he had 400 and some odd wins. I said. What if you could translate that into how many he wanted each place he had to go to play? I'll tell you what. You got Jack Cook Way, right? Yeah. Why don't you and Jack Cook Way have a nice bronze of Jack Cook on Jack Cook Way? Write it down. That's your. That's a Paul Swan. There you go. Have the statue. Put it right there. I mean, you got the Hal Greer statue. Right. He's Mr. Baseball. Right. Have the statue on Jack Cook Way. Make yeah. Jack Cook Way, like, really nice. Yeah. And really do Jack Cook Way up. Right. Not just have a road with a sign. I'm, I'm serious. A make little it, sign. This is make Jack- it. Do it right. right. Do, make it. Make it a, a nice 
pedestrian, friendly, bright, inviting walkway. Right. And then that you drive a road down. How about as you walk in, wherever there's a place as you walk in the stadium, there's this little thing. I would. Face, you know, a little statue of Jack Cook. Center field, I thought, no, because it'd be hard to see out there. Get it when they walk in. Yeah. That where it goes. Like you walk in the, you walk in the Jones Edward Stadium. You see the plaque there. And they go in there. And a lot of people coming down the road 50 years from now won't know Jack Cook from, you know what? But they'll see that and start reading. Wow, wow, man, Jack Cook. That name, I understand why they did it. I understand why they did it. I think baseball fans who are fans of, baseball fans more than anything yes. would get it. Yes. Like, okay, why is it, I would want to know, why is this named after Jack Cook? Cook. Who is Jack Cook? Well, let me tell you, young whippersnapper. Yep. And this is why you name something after him. Right. Now, Jack Cook weighs honorary, but if you have a plaque, you have maybe the bronze here. Hey, this is Jack Cook. This is what it is. Then you have the literature underneath. Because 50 did. years from now, people are going to who's Hal Greer? Right. Who's Hal Greer? Yeah. Why is this roadway named after him? What is the statue? What's Cam Henderson got to do, you know, and stuff? But you have a Jack Cook thing with the little thing underneath that says what he did. Boom. People don't know Cam Henderson and his now. Yeah. I'm going tell you right now, 1991, I'm sitting in the Marshall University football stadium since yeah. it didn't have a name yeah. and i'm explaining to now again broadcasting right. student here not right. a sports guy right. necessarily but I'm, okay. I'm explaining to someone in my crew right after the, the statement was made well why is the basketball arena named after the football coach uh-oh <laughs> as i oh let me explain this you to step you. back a second let and get back into yeah. it yeah, just it hurt hurt my head. Like, yeah. Well, let me explain it to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you got to do a better job. Yeah. I mean, trust me. I'm gonna bring Woody Woodrum out of carbonite now and then. <laughs> Woody. I'm just gonna prop him up right. once a once a semester and have him give a seminar, and then I'm gonna refreeze him. Yeah. I'm gonna store him in carbonite, and then I'll I'll unthaw him again. He's Mister History Book. He's a walking history book. And when he writes his book, volumes one through seventy. Yeah. You remember, you know, you used to go to the grocery store and you get that volume of the encyclopedia <laughs> yeah. every week. That's gonna be the Woody Woodrum collection yeah, just keep just like there's gonna be like 26 27 yeah. volumes yeah that are, are just of woody's writing and it's i think if you did something like that with woody how much he could really do just off top of his head not have to research anything just sit here and start i mean it'd be amazing how far he could go actually you know what on, on my high resolution setting on my recorder i can get like 15 hours on my memory card okay. 15 hours if i dropped it to like an mp3 setting i can get like maybe a couple days worth Whoa. i'm just gonna rec- sit and hey record yeah get an intern archive it all there you go but, yeah, you know, you can have, like, a kiosk. You come by the stadium and you play push the button and it'll play the video. You know, come on. Yeah. I know we're going it's just a little like absurd here. but When you go into the Chad Hall of Fame thing and you hit the screen and you hit a button and you see this one guy's name and you hit a button and up pops and there's a video and a life's history. And when you get done, you go, okay, I know who he is now. I know who he is. Yeah, but we're advocating for naming of things that are right. not ours to name. Right. And if it means here's a big fat check and the That's... name of the stadium is going to be based on the big fat check, then name the stadium after the big fat check. Because what we want to see is somebody digging into the batter's box in 2021 with the words play ball. That was a great line the other day. Somebody said, build a stadium or play ball. And I said, if I was still writing, I said, they just wrote my story. Or they just made your broadcast. That one little snippet is all you need to play ball. It's in it for 50 years, and now they're going to do play, it. Play ball. That's right. That's all you need. Jack Cook, rounding third. I've been rounding third for a long time and getting a hold sign, the stop sign. Now it's going to go on in home plate. We are here at the Union Pub and Grill today. You can join us on the program at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington every Monday. $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. You get that only at the Union Pub and Grill. 
We'll take our final break, come back, and we'll take some of your phone calls on the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. This is The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Near record summer sales has left us desperately low on pre-owned inventory. Glockner needs trades at all of our locations. We will pay you a premium above book market value for your trade, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. In fact, go to Glockner.com for an instant $500 above trade value voucher. Imports, domestics, cars, trucks, crossovers, SUVs. Glockner needs them all and are willing to pay you a premium well above market value. Go to Glockner.com for your instant trade voucher now. Would you rather patronize a locally owned and operated glass shop or a foreign chain for your trusted auto glass repairs? Justice Glass has been doing it right for over 50 years. Their prices are the same. They carry the largest inventory of auto replacement glass in the area. They offer same-day service, and their work is warrantied for as long as you own your vehicle. State law says you have the right to choose the auto glass company you want. Tell your insurance company you insist on Justice Glass. The right choice. Call 304-529-4135 or visit them online at justiceglass.biz. Have you heard about my Huntington? Tell me, Will, why Huntington? We've already made so many changes in the short amount of time that I've been here. And when we're all fighting for that common goal of a, of a brighter tomorrow, we're going to accomplish it. And it's going to look absolutely beautiful. Join the movement and learn more at myhuntingtonwv.com. Why Huntington? Because it's my Huntington. Share your story on social media using the hashtag MyHuntington. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi, I'd like to report a bear hug. Uh, okay. Well, before I left my campsite, I was putting out my fire, and out of nowhere, Smokey Bear showed up and hugged me? So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He likes it when people correctly put out their campfires. He's pretty big on wildfire prevention. He's just letting you know you did good with a uh, hug. He's a hugger. I just got a bear hug from Smokey Bear. <laughs> Status update! All right, I'm going to let you go now. I've got uh, a lot of uh, ranger stuff to do. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh joining you one final time from the Union Pub and Grill. We're always here on Mondays, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. And, of course, every day there's something new to experience at the Union Pub and Grill. But on Mondays, $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. Can't beat that. Can't beat it. No, you can't. No, you can't. So I've been talking about a statue, right? I've just – You've started the GoFundMe page. I'm going to have to. (laughs) I think it's a great idea. I've just found out from – I've kicked it up to higher levels, and And it's at least a couple – It's been kicked back down? It's been probably kicked back down. It's a couple thousand, minimum. Okay. All right, let's say I did this, and it doesn't fail spectacularly. I mean, come on. Let's do this. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the, the sentiment is on your side. Let's do this. Let's get a nice bronze of, of Jack Cook. Uh, if everybody loves it the way they did, they profess, let's step up and do it. 
This goes on when we're long gone and another two or three groups come through here. They go out there and they go, okay, Jack Cook. I understand why they did what they did. Of course, I'm going to have to um, compete with Mr. Hamrick to raise money for this baseball stadium. <laughs> That's right. He might not appreciate that. Uh, like, Swan, what are you doing? You're taking right. money away from the baseball park. Yeah, or make it a twofer. I, I want a bronze. Make it make it a twofer. Maybe I'll have to uh, cut a deal with him. Like, look, okay. A little slush fund or something. Anything past the cost of the bronze, I'll give to you. Okay, go. Once we pass that hurdle, then yeah. everything goes to your ballpark. But look, you price the bronze. Yeah. We'll throw it in. I'll I'll go get the money for you. I'll I'll go raise it myself if I have to. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I have to call some people. Yeah. Just get the bronze. Start or, calling in some favors. Yeah. Or just get the social media campaign going, and, and eventually maybe I got two years. Right? right. A year and a half. It's not like you had to do it tomorrow. I got two years. Right. I think I could get this yeah, done. Yeah. I think it's a great run with it. I think it's great. Okay. I got to get the columnist on board with me, though. Who? Chucky? The columnist. Okay. You, you call him Chucky. He's the columnist to me. Well, I'm sure I'm sure with that sentiment, he would be behind you. I got to get, get the columnist on board. If I can get the columnist on my side, maybe you, I, you I can You get him to light a fire, and then you're on your Oh, boat. yeah. You know, he'll take credit for it, but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's about, if you look at the statue, go right ahead. Yeah, it's fine. Give me a statue. I'll, I'll get yeah. the columnist right to work on that. Yeah. Um, you know, if I'm not here tomorrow on the show, <laughs> there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason. Yeah. You well, know, overpromising. That's right. Well, to change, not to change the subjects to bail you out, but oh, and he bailed out. No, Thanks. No, no, no. <laughs> Sitting at another event Saturday. Yeah. Women's basketball. Yeah, I hate that for, uh, for Coach Cooper. I mean, they beat Old Dominion here. They got Rice, which misses five shots the entire game, and they're down two points with six minutes to go. They not a strong fourth quarter at UAB. They go to and win, which they had never won. Period. They had every chance available to win on Saturday. So that, you know, and first thing he said after the game, like we said, after Rice, no more victories. We're making strides, but we have not made the stride to get over the top. And I'll tell you, Paul, there was a point in the first half when uh, Shana was running down the court and a, a Western Kentucky player set a pick and she ran into it. I, she got up and she was woozy. <laughs> no call. Nothing, but she was. I said, "Man, she's going to feel that one for a while." But they played with them and they had the lead before the regulation and overtime. But as Tony said, we got we we've made strides, but we got one more stride to make. But that team beat them by thirty down there, and I'm thinking their coach is probably going, "Wait a minute, we won by thirty three weeks ago. What's going on here?" It's the right strategy for Tony, though, just yeah. to say, "Look, yeah. hey, you played great. No, you didn't play great at all. You lost." Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm tired of patting you on the back because. He knows that this team can go and win now. Yeah. So at what point do you say, oh, hey, that's okay, we're going to get them next time? Yeah. Or do you just say, look, no. Okay, I've seen this team now. I know you're capable of doing it, so now just go do it. Yeah. There was two times that Western beat him down the floor bad for right. layups. He called a timeout. And it was a good crowd there, but not the kind of crowd that drowns out coaching noise. when he's, And he got on him a little bit, and we were just sitting there going like, he is not he, you, everybody heard him, and from that point on, they did a 180. They they did everything possible. They would fall behind, they would come back. They met everything that, that Western threw at them, and and I really think that uh, down in Frisco, they'd love to play them again. They would love to play them again. Tournament time's coming up real soon. That's right. They're what, two gonna, weeks, two weeks out. Yeah, right. they're going to be able to, I think, stay a few days. I don't know if they're going to win it. It's going to be close to you know. They're, they're, It'll be a tough game out them. right now yeah. from getting a bye. But even if they play the first round, it's going to be five v twelve. So you should play somebody that you could you know whatever. And I think right now he's getting people's attention. They'll be there a couple of days at yeah. least. Yeah. I mean, sure they want to go and win it, and I'm not saying they can't win it. I just uh, I think they're going to be well, there at least a couple of days. You know, we saw Rice, and I just and even Coach said this. They were going to be one hard team to take down. Six nine. 
uh, who's awesome and that one guard who just can take over a game at any time and watching them play, they only missed five shots the entire game of two-point range. Of course, most of them were bank shots from, you know, little tap-ins, so to speak. But he's made strides, but at the same time, the first thing he said, there are no moral victories, just like after Western and just like after when they had to close Carlos Rice, we have got to get over that last hurdle. Got to get over the last hurdle. We're made, you know, two, last year when it got to 10 or 12 points, they might have folded their tents. This year they're coming after him. You know, it's encouraging to see he's making, and they're not the tallest team in America right now. They're out there playing. You know, Western's got the two players from Egypt, one from uh, Nigeria or something, and the girl from Egypt's like six seven, and she, you just turn out and you hear the old PIP again, points in the paint. They just dominate it. They're a scrappy bunch, though. Wait till they get some size. Yeah, I know. They get somebody in here 6'3", 6'4", just like Danny. One person to be, we talk about points in the paint, I just want to see a presence in the paint. Somebody comes in there, they pay, or you go in there, you score. It's been so long since we've seen them, I'm hoping a growth spurt happened for somebody. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we've heard enough times already how much we really, really miss Mr. Pennington, what he would have meant to this team. It's been a week since we've seen him. I know. It's been a week. <laughs> I know. It's going to be even a little bit longer. It's going to be longer for you to actually see him in person. Right. Louisiana Tech's coming up for him. So we're getting closer to actually talking basketball again. Uh, Dan's going to talk about basketball. That's coming up later on this night. It should can, be interesting. It should be. You can catch that coming up 7.06, I believe. That's that, right? Stay tuned. That's something. You'll find it. Just stay tuned. For Dave Walsh, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for joining us here at the Union Pub and Grill. We always have fun when we come hang out here and just uh, kick back, have a good time. Uh, Back tomorrow, we'll uh, start focusing in and locking in on what's happening from the Thundering Herd as they get set for Louisiana Tech. And that's all starting tomorrow right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. For our producer back in the studio, Jason Toy, I'm Paul Swan with Dave Walsh. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, Huntington Sports Station.